I'll tell you, it's Christmas party season. How have your Christmas parties been going? I've had one Christmas party. I've had zero. Nice. (laughs) Brunch. Hit it, boys. Merry Christmas, Peter. Merry Christmas, DJ. Thank you very much. Uh, I was asked uh, yesterday, is your does your family do like a joint Christmas Hanukkah thing or like how do you, how do you guys do that or do you lean one way or the other? Somebody just assumed that. And I very Christmas. calmly <laughs> said uh, we primarily celebrate Christmas because like we don't want like is that cultural appropriation if I just start celebrating <laughs> Hanukkah just because I look like I'm Jewish and uh, they did not there there wasn't like the oh <laughs> my bad kind of thing there was just like a no reaction really yeah which wow. every year I get some like hey happy holidays like happy Hanukkah and everything yeah and I think it's cool like, you want to wish me a happy Hanukkah by all means yeah, huge I, fan of Hanukkah don't really know anything about it seems amazing I just like I. I... I guess maybe I just don't, like, have a stereotypical, like, Jewish person in my mind, I guess. Right, like, like I would what never a... be like, oh, that person must be Jewish. No, I mean, it, it's like an archaic thing. It's, I have a big nose. Like, really? Be, yeah. Oh, okay. every, people always mistake me for Jewish. Interesting. They, uh, oh, yeah. The, are you serious? You don't know that? No, like, I didn't big know. Big three. I, uh, well, no, I look I Jewish. I sound Canadian. And back in the day when such stereotypes existed, people thought that I acted gay. Mm. And unfortunately, none of the three. Of those three, would love to be uh, indifferent on being Jewish. I would probably feel just as good or bad as I feel right now (laughs) if I were Jewish. I don't feel that uh, nationality or religion has impacted this white person's life that much. Um would definitely, I've said this before, would definitely rather be gay than straight, but, you know, can't win them all. I know. Uh, and Canadian? Can- it doesn't seem I, like that, a That's also up, like really. a, it doesn't, uh, well, it's a, it's not a step up, it's a step away. Well, in, it's like a step away from, from like... Trump. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's a step, step away from today's America. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's like just that's more recently. It's like I I, I, I just be like a cleaner <laughs> version of myself. I just be a cleaner, fair enough, American. Uh, one thing, and that, if I were gay, I'd be a way cooler. Yes, American. And uh, I've said this plenty of times, but like I I would I would have done way better uh, romantically in my life had I been gay. Well, that's no, that's a green, grass is always greener thing. No, uh, I don't know because, uh, because or at least I could be like the more I would do a lot better as like the passive. Sort of like uh, I'm not shooting my shot. I'll like sit back and wait. oh yeah, because I, I I get hit on like quite a bit by way by way more by guys than by girls, and maybe that's because guys that's because are guys are more aggressive. And they're creepy. aggressors and problematic. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's I mean, you get a taste of your own medicine. You've been a guy your whole life. That's just true. <laughs> creeping on these girls. Fair enough. Uh, one thing that you also... would you ever say that you this is like very vague, but like would you say that you've like crept before? Uh, yeah, probably I think like that, in my younger days. I think that everybody, and this is a thing as, uh, and not to at all sound like a man defender, because boy, oh boy, that's the last thing in the world I am. But whenever I see like, uh, like all men, I hate all men, blah, blah, I know that, that it's sarcastic, but I always want to say like somewhere out there is a woman who hates your father. 
who like thinks that your father was an asshole one time. Yeah. Yeah. For either romantically or whatever, like maybe uh I don't know, maybe they were coworkers and he was mean, maybe he was clicky, something like that. Like everybody who completely hates all of one thing, just so you know, the version of that thing in your life is hated by somebody out there. <laughs> yeah. Like that, they've got a that story. Can really, like, that can really like shatter uh Like I think like my dad's the life. best guy in the world. <laughs> I guarantee you. If yeah. I if I put out feel if I did like a uh what's the what's the movie with uh Dev Patel? The one where he uses Google uh, to find uh, Gudu, but Gudu's dead. Yeah, uh, no Lion. Uh, sure. Did you not see I did Lion? Not, I didn't see Lion. Do you know no. what that movie is? No, I know that it was like two an little Oscar. kids. Oh, it was unbelievable. Two little kids uh, get separated. They get lost. He gets on a train to look for his brother. Train takes off. See ya. And then he just like wakes up in like a million countries over. Uh, doesn't speak the language wherever they are, uh, is just a lost person and has to grow up. He gets adopted by a nice Australian couple. Nicole Kidman ah. is uh, one of them. And he uses Google Maps to find his uh, to find where he was from because he thought that he knew the name of his town and it was very he thought that it was like one word, but it was two words, or he was pronouncing it wrong. And he ended up just after years and years and years of not telling anybody that he was lost, uh, and he's dating, uh, what's her face? Who's the girl from the social network? Rooney Mara. Yeah. Rooney Mara's in the mix for a little bit. Uh, he distances himself from her because he's like, I'm lost, and it's this big thing. Ends up finding his brother who died like one second after they got separated. No and, way. Yeah, it stinks. His brother went looking for him and I think got hit by a train. and Got hit by the same train that was carrying the, Dev Patel. That would be very <laughs> ironic. He uh, goes back. He does find his village, finds his mom. It's, uh, That's wild. It's an incredible movie and an incredible story. Uh, one of my friends was work, uh, took a job at Google and was talking about their orientation and doesn't watch as many movies as I do. And she was like, I realized like how powerful Google can be. Do you know that a kid lost his family Did and using Google? And I was, and I, but, but she didn't know that it was a movie. Oh, no. So I, I got to act very worldly. And I was like, I do. His name, the brother was, was <laughs> Gudu. And the, the wait, kid was Saru. Oh, wait, is, was it based on a true story, the movie? Yes, yes, okay, yes, okay, yeah. Okay. I and thought I, that she was just like, thought oh, that the no. movie would, I, was, I don't think Google hires people who they're like, hey, we're just going to show you a movie where they use Google in it. And this is an example of why that we're great. That would have been way funnier. We're Google going to show you the movie, like The Internship. <laughs> is it The Intern or The Internship? The Intern. The Intern is the Robert De Niro one, isn't it? And that movie's good, right? Yeah, it's okay. It's normal. It's the one where uh, the guy from Workaholics cheats on yeah. somebody. Yeah, Durs cheats on Anne Hathaway. Yes. And yeah, it's yeah. very tough to tell during the movie whether or not there's supposed to be some sort of romantic link between uh, Robert, Robert De Niro, De Niro and, and Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. <laughs> yeah. Why? It wouldn't be crazy. No, I guess not, but it would have been like would have been fucking weird. Heart wants what it wants. But I, I do think that he's a uh, – I think that he gets a massage in the beginning of it. His wife's dead. He gets a massage and then falls for the masseuse, I believe, something like that. This I actually sounds, think this sounds like um like a bad mom's Christmas where the masseuse massages the, the guy with a huge dick and like sexual assaults him. 
Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was. It was Captain I thought the Han's masseuse, character. Right, the masseuse has a huge. Or no, she's the masseuse. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. Her job. Yeah. She, which Phoebe does that too. Yeah. Right. She is. The worst. Like, like that fulfills so many bad stereotypes. Like. Uh, that's why guys go to massage. And they're like, oh, I just got a massage. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a massage, and uh, you never know what might happen. Have you ever gotten a massage before? Yeah. I never have. I thought about it. Uh, I had a big day at work like five months ago. I was uh, putting a lot. I've told the story about this day where I was putting a lot of pressure on myself because I was hosting a show just by myself for the first time where it's me. And if anything goes wrong, guess whose fault that is? That guy. The only guy that you're seeing. So I was very stressed about it. And my plan was to get a massage that morning. I was like, I'll get a massage. I've never had a massage before. never gotten a massage. And I like Googled, like, how do you get a massage like how do you go get like where where do i go how do i sign up what does it cost i don't know and then i was like there's a different way to relieve stress and then i just, just went, went to and five I guys. went to five guys yes. uh yeah i mean i've, I've done a massage I, I actually think that um i actually think that acupuncture is better than massages really yeah i've done acupuncture a bunch of times and cupping is the fucking bomb you've done cupping oh yeah it, uh, it's the best my guy Gary Streisky was big into cupping back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like the most painful thing for like two minutes, mm-hmm. and then it is the most relieving thing for the next however many days. It rules. You know what that sounds like? Uh, sex. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, one thing that does that qualify as a sex joke? Yeah, I think so. I think it was just a sex conversation. Yeah, just a couple of guys just talking sex. A couple of guys having a. <laughs> I think that when people talk about sex and it's like uh, they do it as like a serious thing, it's not as interesting. Like I, I think that like a conversation about sex has to be somebody saying something uncomfortable and then like you kind of cringe and you, you're like, oh, that guy's kind of a douche. When people have like actual um, like almost academic conversations about sex, not for me. Yeah, no, not at all. If, if I can't make a joke, then it's it's not a conversation about sex that I'm interested in. Well, like, or just like when someone's having like an academic conversation about sex, uh, every time they say something, be like, well, kind of like sex. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like they're like, oh, well, and then, then like the lover isn't satisfied, blah, I'd be like, oh, you know what that sounds like? Sex. My sex life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one thing Let's that, name this one academic conversation. An academic conversation about sex. Hell yeah. I'm down with that. Uh, the one, least sexy sex podcast ever. Huh, that was a synchronized... We took a, that was a Seinfeld thing. We both took a sip of our coffee because the conversation turned to sex and that made us both very uncomfortable. <laughs> and we were like, maybe the other person could talk now. Uh, speaking of coffee... You're usually the coffee guy on this podcast. Big you, you, coffee boy. Because you're always the one... Uh, I'm always on the go. Yeah, you're always the one traveling. You're always playing the road game. Yeah. Uh, and today, I became the coffee guy, and I understand why why you like being the coffee guy. Why? It's a very cool feeling to walk out of Starbucks with, like, two coffees. With multiple, yeah. yeah. And also to give somebody a coffee. To yeah. To be like, hey, here's your coffee. Unexpected. Very yeah. cool move. But honestly, I felt like I felt like cool as shit. When I walked out of Starbucks with two coffees. Because that second one could be for anybody. Exactly. They don't know what's for me. Exactly. I could be going anywhere. That could be for anyone. Yeah. I, I could just be a two coffee guy. You never know. <laughs> uh, but, but honestly, 
to, to walk out with a little bit of mystery attached to me to be like, where's that guy going? With Absolutely. Two awesome move. Well, that's why I do the thing sometimes. Uh, I do the thing where I go from smiling to once the person can't see me anymore, I do like the dead face. I've told you about that, right? Yeah, where, like, they do that in movies all the time. You. I feel like whenever Sandra Bullock is up to something in a movie, she does like the "Hi, I'm being charming." Okay, okay, they're gone. I'm gonna mm-hmm. kill them. I don't care about that person <laughs> at all. They gave me my coffee. That is cool. Or like you could be, uh, I don't know, like maybe you could be. Uh, you've you've gone back to school and now you've got an internship and now like you're getting coffees. You're working your way up back up to the top. Like there, you could have had a. There, there could be a whole backstory when somebody has two coffees. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's um, it's sort of just like a wonder what that guy's got going on. Yeah, like he's 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 doing something. He's about to go do something, and he needs an extra coffee. Do you ever go out for coffee and then just bring it back to your apartment and drink it? Uh, I don't rarely. I rarely go out for coffee and like drink it at a place. Oh, really? Yeah. I. Uh, it's it's a very cool thing to do. I just don't yeah. do it very often. I've got a favorite coffee shop, and uh, what's very cool is it's also a favorite coffee shop of our friend Steve Buckley. Oh, then it's a fucking and amazing coffee we shop. We legitimately have like a friends Central Perk like thing going on where we don't coordinate with each other. That uh, hey, Summy, Summer, get up. Where we don't coordinate with each other. Uh, hey, want to hang out at the coffee shop? We just see each other there so often, and we'll just sit down and have coffee together. Sometimes one of us will be doing work. It's a really cool thing. It's like a fun development in my life. It's been going on for a few months now. Yeah, I'm very, very jealous. I might have to to rent an apartment and your place of residence so that I can get in on that. Yeah. That seems like a very cool thing. It is. It's it's just a... um, I'd like to do things with somebody sometime. It's like a... It's you sound like my uh, Venmo <laughs> comments. Uh, if anybody hasn't listened uh, before, probably said this a million times, but a very fun Venmo trick to do is go on Venmo where it has the feed of all the transactions that's going on. Pete paid uh, DJ whatever, and it's for bowling or something. Comment on it. I'd love to do something like that sometime with an exclamation point. Just Maybe, to like somebody that you're not great friends with. Especially, right. <laughs> mainly do it when it's someone you know paying or receiving someone you don't know. <laughs> so maybe someone's in a new relationship and uh, it's like drinks. You comment, oh, I would love to get drinks sometime. The three of us should go get some drinks. It's also like a good move for like, it's like, ooh, funeral flowers. It's like, ooh. Sorry. Love to hang out, though. Right. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Exclamation point. Little things like that. <laughs> just Mainly just commenting. Uh, really, there's anything you can say on Venmo is super... Uh, why is there a comment option on Venmo? Why does that the exist? premise of this. Yeah, why does that exist? The moves to, like, the quote-unquote social media yeah. commenting on, like, not really social media platforms is such a wild uh, concept to me. Yeah. Like, when people... I've heard of people hitting on others, like, via LinkedIn messaging. Ooh. And I'm just like, why would anybody do that? Oh, yeah. I Like, it would be a lot easier and more socially acceptable to be like, ooh, that person's cute. Maybe I'll look them up on Instagram and then send them an Instagram message or something. You know what? 
Though, come to think of it, I'm realizing I've been hit on on LinkedIn before. Really? Yeah. This well, girl was like, she was like, I forget what she said. She said, like, congratulations on your 10-year anniversary, your 10-year work anniversary at WEI, where I haven't worked in, yeah. like, four years. But she was, like, all over me. Yeah, or she could have just been... Oh, I'm kidding. That's, oh. like, a very automatic thing. Yeah, where they it's have, like, like the congratulate somebody. Why would... I was going to say, like, uh, she was she was all over me. This one girl was, was like, happy me. birthday, and I was like, <laughs> relax. She was all over me. She was like, thank you for sending me your resume. We'll get back to you shortly. That That is the worst when you are, like, sending out feelers for a job or something, and you say, like, hey, here are some clips. Here's my resume. And then they get super inappropriate. The hiring manager will respond and be like, hey, this sounds good. Let me take a look. And you're like, this is Excuse this is strictly me. professional, please. Uh, you don't get a look-see until like the third date, usually. Yeah. Back off, lady. I've, I've got self-respect. It doesn't need to be a lady. I've gotten like, hey, uh, we'll review your application from guys, women, everybody. It's very inappropriate. It's very – well, like they're in a position of power – and they're giving me the whole song and dance about like, hey, thanks for getting in touch. Like, maybe, maybe I can do something for you. I'll 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 review your resume. And then what what happens? Then they then they wanna they wanna meet with you. <laughs> then that, that's always it. Next, they yeah. can can you come in? Is there and, a number I can reach you at? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Maybe maybe when I feel like Let's it. Let's keep it over here, please. I have not to, given to you my clarify, consent. I okay. You've taken it too far. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, riff game over. Um, yeah. Hey, do you guys know about Robinhood? Do y'all know about Robinhood? Because I do. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's The good thing about it, it's not very intimidating. And uh, as you can tell by the way I said ETFs, I sound like a person who would be intimidated by uh, a stock market situation, but it's not intimidating, so that's very good. If you want to invest for the first time with confidence, you can do it. It's simple. It's intuitive. It's got a clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. It's it, 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 There's no commission fees. Other brokerages, you're going to pay, what, $10 for every trade? Robinhood doesn't charge those fees. You just trade stocks and you keep all of your profits. It's got easy to understand charts and market data. You place a trade in just four taps of your smartphone. And uh, the web platform also lets you view stock collections such as uh, entertainment, social media. You got curated categories like female CEOs. If you don't like to use female as a noun, uh, you don't have to. And uh, although female... It wasn't a noun there, and uh, it's got analyst ratings. You can buy, hold, sell for every stock. Oh, this is a guy that knows finance. You learn by doing. You learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized news feed, custom notifications oh, man, this guy knows for money. price movements, so you never miss the right moment to invest. All right. Money, man. So you thought you've heard it all? Uh-uh. Here comes the call to action, baby. Robinhood is giving listeners free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to build your portfolio. 
Sign up at brunch.com slash Robinhood. That's brunch.com slash Robinhood. Now, the last time we did one of these, there was only one note, and it said, do not say uh, what to invest in or not invest <laughs> in. And we immediately said, do not invest in Tesla. <laughs> so this time, I'm not telling you what to do. Robinhood, do what you want. <laughs> Robinhood, have it your way. I'll tell you, it's Christmas party season. How have your Christmas parties been going? I've had one Christmas party. I've had zero. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the cold open. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, I've had one. Uh, I had a I had a, uh, a Christmas party at home last ooh, weekend. It was nice. a fucking fantastic move. A little staycation party. Oh yeah. Uh, threw on some matching jammies, ooh. baked some cookies. Had a little, made a little chicken parm. Nice. With pasta. Sounds like a evening. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was an us-vening. Ooh, a uh, weevening. Yeah, a weevening. Ah, yeah. damn it. You're so much better I'm at this right, like, I, it's, it's, it's only when I'm on. Like, when I'm <laughs> off, I suck. Yeah. I was on last night at work, and it was kind of like the first time in a long time I've been on. And everyone was like, ooh, what's gotten into you? You've got a little bite to you. You got a little snarl. And I was like, this is how I'm supposed to be. This is what I could bad. be. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This is my potential. This is what it would be like if I wasn't the worst yes, all the time. exactly. Uh, yeah, it was great. Watched Home Alone. Ooh. Uh, man, Home Alone is my favorite fucking Christmas movie of original all time. Original Saw. <laughs> is that your favorite Christmas movie? No, it's just Home Alone is the original Saw. Okay. Yeah. Uh... There is a, there is one big takeaway that I had from Home Alone that uh, I don't remember from any of my previous fifty viewings of it. The, the you know the uncle in that movie who's like the biggest uh, He's a cheapskate. Yes, yeah. uh, I forget his name, but the the line that he delivers when um, when Kevin spills the the milk. Look and, what you did, you little jerk. Yes, yeah. That is the most biting, mean line yeah. of all time. Look what you did, you little jerk, 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 jerk. Oh God! When an adult calls a kid a jerk, a little it jerk. is meaner than most non-slurs. And that is like, like that was such ex- an innocent little thing. Yeah. That little kids do that all the time. They spill shit. It, they just make messes. They're children. When they I cause was, chaos. When I was being an asshole when I was a little kid, like every now and then, not often, but my dad would be like, DJ, quit being a jerk. And I'd be like, fuck, am I being a jerk? But it's like God. one thing if your parent says it to you, like, stop being a little jerk. But if, like, I don't know, that hurts. Parents, it's... brother. If your dad's brother would ever be like, look what you did, you little jerk. Well, no one's ever figured out what the relationship is supposed to be between uncles slash aunts and nephews slash nieces. No one's ever perfected that. Like, there is... Uh, yeah, but you don't get to treat him like your own child. Like, if, you're, if your dad calling you a little jerk stings, yeah. your uncle definitely can't call you a little jerk. Yeah, but I feel like there's always supposed to be some sort of judgment that comes from... Uh, not in your immediate family. And I've I've said this to people in my family before. I've been like, hey, the judgment, the the, the little snide remarks, that that's for that's for like uh outside family to do. That's for uncles and aunts, that's for cousins, that's that's what we get to do. It's our that's how we bond. The subtle stuff. But uh but when we're all around, you keep your fucking mouth shut about me. <laughs> they'll 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 make the comments, okay? Yeah. We we gotta take care of our own. Yeah. And that's my relationship with my family. <laughs> I guess, like, I was more just taken aback by one, the, the well, absolute... That guy sucks, though. Oh, yeah, right. He's a ba- He's like a dickhead. Yeah. But the fact that, 
like so early on in the movie, they establish that that guy is a real piece of shit. Huge cheapskate. Yeah, and but I think the bigger thing that I took away was that like Kevin's parents didn't say anything or or sort of be like, hey, back off a little bit. Like that's the role of the parents to be like, hey, I got this. Oh, so now this is me being a, a hypocrite. I absolutely, if and when I have children, if uh, my sisters or brother-in-law, whomever, uh, I think this is pretty cool. I didn't, don't look into this, but I think the people don't know like what I have in my family. That makes me so proud of myself. Um, so uh, if uh, the aunts or uncles of my children are rude to my kids, I'm not going to do that confrontation. I'm just going to be like, hey, son, you just got to wear it for a little bit. <laughs> They're going to go home, and then we'll talk shit about them. I don't know. Maybe it was just the the, the context of Kevin McAllister just getting really piled on by everybody. Oh, yeah. I, I feel so bad. And I have definitely had those before where you just feel, even as an adult, where you're like, man, you know what? I just can't win today. Right. I just, like I'm, I'm just getting endless shit. On. Yeah. Like every – and if I leave and go somewhere else – just the universe has decided I'm <laughs> yeah. getting shit today. Like those people are going to know that, yeah. that it's their job Someone, to make my life worse a, today. A John Wick 2 memo went out and said, hey, everybody, let's get DJ today. You know when they say, hey, everyone, right. you get to kill the John hit, Wick? The hit goes out. The hit goes out and everyone's mean to me. Uh, so I have not had any Christmas or holiday parties so far. Actually, I just why did I lie? I went to one Saturday. That ruins this whole bit I had. But it was during the day. It was friends who used to have a holiday party every year, and they had a kid. So now it's a holiday open house. So it was during the day. So maybe it just didn't feel as much like a party, but we were just like hanging out, drinking, and then we went to a bar. So that was a party. But uh, Sounds like a party. This, But this (laughs) happened. One of my friends used to have a holiday party every year, and then he uh, actually, uh, Tim Britton of Ah. The Athletic. Yes. Got a job in New York, moved to New York. Uh, his party situation is no longer relevant to me because uh, if he throws a party, I'm not going to New York for that party, <laughs> and he's probably not inviting me. So uh, there was some texting among uh, some friends who usually went to that party to say, hey, so who's throwing the party this year? We, we should still have that party. And I sent it to two people, and one of them said, oh, uh, Funny you guys should ask. Uh, I am having a holiday party next week. You guys should come by. So just somebody else in that group decided, yes, we will keep that going. Without and we will you. not invite DJ <laughs> and this one other person. When you find out who the one other person is, you will laugh very hard because it's very like fitting of, hey, let's not invite the, let's not invite DJ. Let's also not invite this person. Who is it? We're on like very equal footing. It's, uh, well, whatever. We Evan Drellick. Oh, okay, yeah. That sounds about right. It's like, yeah, you know, let's keep that party going. Tim can't be there. That stinks. <laughs> but while we're losing people, let's get rid of DJ. <laughs> let's, cut the, let's cut the dead weight. Right. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, anyway, it has made my lack of Christmas parties and holiday parties has actually made uh, for a kind of exciting pre-Christmas season because the Christmas party to which I'm most looking forward now for the first time in forever, is Christmas. Ooh. I'm going to go to Portland. I'm in charge of beer for the party. Oh, so wow. I'm doing uh, like what Phoebe did when she was in charge of cups and ice at the party. 
and was like, you want cups and ice? This is going to be a, like, all the decorations are going to be cups. There's going to be snow cones. It's going to be a- This is a cups and ice party. Yeah, I am turning, this is going to be like a DJ cups and ice Christmas. Uh, Night Shift is sending me uh, a new dark sour they're making. What? I'm going to go to uh, Portland. I'm going to hit all, I'm going to hit like Bissell Brothers, Good Fire, Foundation, get all the really good stuff. I'm going to show up to Christmas with the most- outrageous variety of the most like incredible beer i'm giving myself way too high of a budget because i'm it's, i'm just doing like a you know what your christmas presents that you're gonna get people are probably gonna suck because christmas presents in general suck so or I these got, days for adults i got a little christmas presents thing to hit hit on later but let's keep going with this so you know what uh let me know i, I asked field i said hey you want me to grab you anything he said no but wow. pretty cool field and i were just swapping some texts that's my guy. <laughs> that is a that is a big uh, big social thing. I always feel good about myself when I have a reason to text Field. Field is an incredibly prompt texter. Yes, he is. I texted him on a Sunday about this. I feel like Field and he is... was back to me within seconds. His job is football. Yes, but I also feel like Field is on top of everything in his life, and there's right. nothing that he's bad at. <laughs> yeah, like he could get a uh, like he could get a, an automated text from like uh, a bank that's like, hey, we had a problem with your whatever. And He'll he would respond and seconds. solve it right yes. away, which is uh, yeah. Field, Congratulations field. to the lady that is marrying that guy because Field is just he will an, take care of everything. Field's an incredible person. Yes, uh, yeah. So I actually had a, I had a beer experience myself this week, uh, tied back to Portland. Oh, I've had a beer experience <laughs> in my day. <laughs> no, I went to my favorite liquor store, which has like mm. everything, and it has a massive collection yep. of uh, of craft craft beers and stuff like that. I went there and, was, and they have like a big. They have like a Portland section. They have a Portland shelf. What are you talking about? Are you talking about craft beer cellar? No. Okay. But uh, I went. They have like a Portland whole like section, and they have no Oxbow. And I was like, go to craft beer cellar. I went there really? on Saturday for this holiday day baby thing, and uh, one of my coworkers uh, has a side gig at uh, craft beer cellar. Okay. And where is that? Belmont Center. Okay. It's unbelievable. Okay. Uh, and he was like, yo, I don't know if you'd be interested in this, but look what we just got. And I told him I was going to Portland. He was like, oh, speaking of Portland, uh, do you like Oxbow? And I was like, they actually make probably my favorite beer, which is uh, the Farmhouse Pale Ale, <laughs> yeah. which is a Saison. It's just the best, like, straight. I, I All have, of their beers are fucking unbelievable. Yeah. I have a sentimental a attachment there. to that beer because uh, the first time I went to a concert by myself, which was Ween in Portland, went to Bissell all day. My friend who I was at Bissell with, I offered her my extra ticket. She was like, definitely not going to that. <laughs> so I went by myself and I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab one beer and uh, yeah, I'll just get whatever they had. And because it was Portland, they had friggin' Oxbow and it was the Farmhouse Pale Ale. And I was like, if this isn't the most delicious beer I've ever had in my life, uh, so he was like, yeah, do you like Oxbow? And I was like, yeah, they actually make one of my favorite beers. He was like, well, we just got this in. And it was the Farmhouse really? Pale Ale. So wow. I got that. And I was going to get a bunch. But I was like, you know what? I'll let the other customers get some. But yeah, you can get the Farmhouse Pale Ale craft beer cellar in Belmont Center. So shouts out to Craft Beer Cellar. That's not an ad. Shouts out to Night Shift. Not an ad. And shouts out to Field Yates. Yeah. Not an ad. Uh, yeah, so I, I went to I went to the liquor store. They have a whole fucking shelf of stuff, and they didn't have any Oxbow. And I was like, what the hell? They had, they had like, Lone Pine. They mm. had uh, Liquid Riot. They had, like, mm. 
pretty much everything from fucking Portland. They didn't have Bissell, did they? No. Yeah. Um, but so I, I asked him, I was like, do you guys not have any Oxbow? And he was like, what's that? I was like, are you fucking mm. kidding me? I was like, are you Sir, kidding me? And this is a liquor store? Yes. Which store? Uh, Giorgio's uh-huh. on Winter Street. And I was, uh, I was offended. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I, I took matters into my own hands. I put it in the suggestion. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A strongly worded yes. suggestion. Yes, I sure did. Hey, I've got a suggestion for you. Show some professionalism. <laughs> uh, you have a little yeah, respect so th- for the process. Shouts Matt Patricia, not an ad. <laughs> that was uh, that was my experience. And also, while we're talking about Christmas presents, I did the thing this year where like made an agreement with with pretty much everybody that it was like I've fallen on hard times financially. I'm not doing so well. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so join uh, every a- club I've ever been. In. I know. So <laughs> I've uh, so I have. Basically made arrangements with like everybody this year. It's like, hey, let's let's not let's set let's set a price limit. Let's, let's just keep this do, to macaroni art. Yes, let's do small gifts. I regret that with every fiber of my being. I wish that I was that I. Just, you wish you could just throw money at the problem. Exactly. Yeah. It is way harder right. and way more stressful to do like a, a fifty dollar minimum gift and get something that you are. One, excited about, or, like, two, feel is, like, a worthy Christmas gift. Yeah. I wish that I could have just, like, gotten something that's one thing that's, like, $150 and just been, like, done. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right. Now time to enjoy Christmas. I'm stressing the fuck out because I do not know what to get anybody. Yeah. You know what you should do? You should get a side gig at uh, Craft Beer Cellar (laughs) and then just, like, embezzle a bunch of beer. Be drinking uh, Farmhouse Pale Ales all day. I yeah, but like they let so, you drink on the job. I don't think they do. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't really wouldn't really solve my problems because I don't have like a lot of beer drinkers in my life. Like mm. not a lot of like uh, enthusiastic beer drinkers that yeah. I would buy Christmas presents. That's for. what's so cool about this that I'm gonna bring all this beer. Only one of my sisters and my brother in law care about beer. So no one's going to appreciate it <laughs> except for the three of us. That's going to be so awesome. Yeah, that's a cool little Christmas thing for you guys. Maybe I guess if I got a little side gig at Craft Beer Cellar, <laughs> I could get drunk and uh, just worry about my problems a little bit less temporarily. Yeah, like downers? Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge uh, shout out idea. self-medicating. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, we got a, we've got an ad read. Shouts out uh, sponsor. Uh, we're going to talk about the new Spider-Man movie coming up. Which is going to be a very fun discussion. But you know what's not a fun discussion a lot of the times? Spider-Man books. That and life insurance. Deeply unfun topic. Most people don't like thinking about dying. We do. Uh, (laughs) But they definitely... Imagine choosing to advertise with this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Most people don't like thinking about dying. And they definitely don't like thinking about insurance. We love both. But actually... I was going to say, yeah, like... Two out of three, or how? I, I don't. Like, I don't care bad, about insurance. Bad in five hundred. Yeah. Uh, but actually, having life insurance feels great. <laughs> this is great copy. Uh, and getting that Ooh, so somebody of- else. But so I die, and somebody else cashes in. Yeah, best win win. I guess now we're going to get a uh, hey. Uh, just a little note: you made life insurance sound bad. <laughs> Uh, no, but life insurance really is a win-win. You die and somebody else profits. Exactly. Uh, 
but life insurance feels great. Getting that peace of mind doesn't need to be complicated. That's where Policy Genius comes in. Policy Genius is the easy way to get life insurance. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find the coverage that you need at a price that you can afford. It says you get peace of mind. I think that the policy, what's it called? Policy Genius. Policy Genius is writing some checks. I don't know it's, if it, its well, mouth can if, cash. But if, we're if, dead. It's, if it's life insurance, checks can cash. <laughs> But if we're dead, we have peace of mind. Eventually. It True. comes... It comes. Uh, well, we have rest and peace of mind. Yes, exactly. Uh, from there, you can apply online, and the unbiased advisors at Policy Genius will handle all the red tape, or yellow tape, because you're dead, uh, leaving you free to do all the things that you actually enjoy, you, like dying. So, to clarify, this was a, an accident or like a homicide? <laughs> hey, you never know. I don't think there's yellow tape when someone just dies normally. If it's like a car accident. Like he died in his sleep. The police then came, <laughs> set up a crime out. scene, <laughs> set up a crime scene just for a little bit, walked around, <laughs> dusted the place. That'd be really cool, though. That'd be if until the uh, the the, cor- uh, the, the coroner's office. right until like they come to get yeah. the body. The, they've got it's got to be a crime it's scene. Hazard a zone, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. Whether you're shopping for disability insurance to protect your income, homeowners insurance, or auto insurance, they can help you get covered fast. So, if you've been intimidated or frustrated by insurance in the past, give Policy Genius a try. Just go to policygenius.com to get your quotes and apply in 10 minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. Have fun dying. Okay, let us talk Spider-Man 2. It's a cartoon. <laughs> yes, it's, it is. What, what's it called? Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And when before this came out, everyone was saying, hey, everyone, uh, this is a good one. Yep, everybody was doing boners. Watch out for this one. This is a good one. And they were right. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. Yeah, loved it. Absolutely one of the funnest movies that I've seen this year. Which is saying something, because two of the funnest movies ever came out yes, this year. Yes, Paddington and Mamma Mia 2. Yeah, I like... Th- this is this is high on the list of movies that I've seen overall. I think it's a... I, thought, <laughs> though, I legitimately thought it was really, really good. Uh, I'm not the biggest uh, car, uh, sp- uh, superhero guy, mm-hmm. as you all know, but I... I loved the last Spider... I liked the Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. I thought that was great. Liked this a lot. This one uh, told a story of different dimensions. Yeah. And I was, uh, I'm going to be honest. Had with a you. bunch of different Spider Mans. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I was quite skeptical and quite um, less excited about this movie than a lot of people seem to be. One, because it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do think that the animation style takes a little getting used to. It's oh yeah. It, it I wasn't like overly excited about the fact that it was presented that way yeah. when I first saw it. But we'll get to this later. It's fucking unbelievable. Well, yeah. Let, let's let's talk about Wait, the, but the the second reason that I did that I was like sort of uh, apprehensive about this movie was the entire like interdimensional fucking aspect to well, it. Well, with, with it just that just doesn't have a lot of appeal to with me. With any movie that has like different dimensions and stuff like that, like I'll just come out and admit I never understand it. Yeah. And I just I just but I just uh kind of uh section off that little area of the movie and I'm like, "All right, so I know that this is the part I don't understand. Let's control what we can control and understand the rest of it." So it, like when it's... two people are talking to each other, I understand they're speaking to each other. <laughs> I can work with that and I like that part. But when they're 
I only there's ask. There's a thing they that keep meeting with, like, there's a, it's like fire. They show, like, a solar glowing. system. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just know, I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> exactly. I think, but I, but I, but I under, if it makes sense, I understand that I don't know what it is. So I'm like, that's the, that's the thing that I don't know. The so they're, over, ask, they have to get back to the thing yeah. that I don't know what the rules are or yeah. what it is. The only thing that I ask is that they make it, like, they make it, uh, Easy enough for me to put to the side and be like, okay, that's not going to get understood by me. But no, but it's okay. Let's it, move past it. It, it can and, be big and it I, can be there. Right, I just don't, I don't know what it, it is. I don't want it hanging over me. I don't want it like ruining the rest of the movie, forcing me to try to understand that thing. Well, what's good if you haven't seen it is uh, it does not require, and this is for kids. And like I'm almost as smart as a kid, so <laughs> if I didn't understand what that is, they know that oh, their audience they, they know that their it. audience doesn't understand what that is. Right. So it's going on a lot of the time. There's a lot of fire. Sometimes it's lights instead. Uh, but you don't need to understand what it is. Just know that uh, at some point they want to get uh, Spider-Man back to that thing. All you gotta well, know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the entire f- climax of the movie takes place in like this. Around that thing. Around that thing, and it's a very uh, trippy sort of thing that I had no idea what was happening. Different what colors depending on what hits it. <laughs> but I, it's it's literally, like, it's fine. It's a, uh, a very enjoyable, very... Uh, you don't have to fully un- understand or comprehend, like, what's at stake. Oh, yeah. No, you, you can... It's, again, as long as you as don't very, panic yeah. uh, over not understanding... Right. You're fine. Right. So exactly. just uh, just trust the process, and you will get through it. Uh, it uh, it had some great people in it. Dude, the it, cast is unbelievable. Awesome I cast. Not, I did not realize. That shouts the cast out was my that guy staff. Mahershala. Yes. Uh, shouts yes. out John Mulaney in the role he was born to play, Spider Ham, which is a uh, which is a uh, Peter Porker, aka Spider Ham, <laughs> which is just Porky Pig. In a Spider-Man costume. Which, uh, credit to The Simpsons, I know that it, The Simpsons did it first. Spider-Pig, fuck, that's it's right. It's a fucking huge thing, but they did Spider-Pig first, so... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Why is everyone cool with that? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's But they did it They did better. it in a cool way. Uh, they had John Mulaney do it. Uh, this, honestly, like, one of the best uh, parts of this movie for me was the fact that I did not look up the cast beforehand, and I yeah. just kept getting hit in the face with, like, A-list actors uh, or, like, celebrities that were just thrown into very weird roles. It allows you to realize that uh, while they look very different, uh, the inflection and really the the roles served in any sort of voice acting thing are the is the exact same for Nicolas Cage, who's in this movie, and yep. Nick Offerman, who is not in this movie. Yeah, I suppose Nicolas so. Cage plays uh, Noir. Sp- Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. Uh, he's a black and white Spider-Man, and there's always wind blowing. Yes. And... He's uh he's like Sin City Spider-Man. Yeah, and he they have him do very very little, perfect amount of Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is so fascinating because how many other actors are universally understood to be, be bad, bad. <laughs> but and, people still fucking love them? And like they're like, "Hey, so we made a movie and it stars that guy. It stars the guy that's and he, that everybody agrees he only bad. stars and stuff too <laughs> yeah. and he's he's the uh ben stiller of drama or of action right what do you mean because everyone knows that ben stiller is bad really i don't think i don't consider ben stiller to be that bad oh really yeah oh no like ben stiller is like a he's not 
like nothing he does is good. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't. I don't come away from Ben Stiller movies that feeling that way. Oh no, that's his reputation. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's he's tricked me. He's a funny like bit character. Obviously, he's good in um, I Happy Stiller Gilmore, so Dodgeball, stuff. things like that. But like the Heartbreak Kid, where he's got to be a leading man, it's always a disaster. Along I like came Polly. I thought that he was good in Along Came Polly. That movie is hilarious. It's. I don't remember the movie well enough. It's Just awesome. Know it is uh, understood uh, that Ben Stiller's kind of. Also, a, I like that movie. Um, the one where he plays like the guy at Life Magazine. Uh. That's uh, Shattered Glass, and that's Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, it's it's him and Kristen Wiig, and I forget what the movie's called, but uh, it, that, that movie's pretty good, too. Interesting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I think the cast was fucking unbelievable. I caused a bit of a stir uh, when I tweeted. Yeah, I'd say, who cares? Why, why do people get mad? Because, like, I guess the way that I phrased the, the tweet was pretty dumb. Like, in retrospect. Oh, like, cool surprise. That there, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, man, so glad that I didn't look up the cast of this movie. Or, or else I wouldn't have been pleased when I uh, saw unexpected Nicolas Cage show up. Right. Which, like, in retrospect, one of my dumber tweets in right. the way You're that I Right, you're basically saying, like, it. so glad nobody tweeted what I'm tweeting right <laughs> yeah, exactly. now. Phew, uh, that but, guy would have sucked. But you know what? Uh, I don't care. To the purpose of Twitter is for me to shout things about my own personal feelings and don't, without any regard for what you what happens to you. I've decided now, and it's taken me to... I've long been on board thinking that we're in the dumbest time, but now I think... Now that the Carrie Underwood, uh, Jessica S., I don't want to mispronounce her name. Her name has been said to me a million Smetana. times, and I forget what it is but she's friends with charlotte uh after what carrie underwood did to her i am now aware that we should never be surprised by what garbage can happen on twitter and it is if we're on twitter that's the that's we if if we're on twitter then we then we're we're asking for whatever bad stuff happens (laughs) because twitter is all bad yeah uh so like so so like a few people got mad at me uh, they were like, wow, spoiler alert, like, no, you ruined it for Too everybody bad. else. Too bad, shouldn't have been on Twitter, it's bad. <laughs> first, That's where people go to be for, bad. First of all, uh, Nicolas Cage was announced to be in this movie five months ago. Just because I was personally ignorant that he was not in the <laughs> right. movie does not make it a big fucking secret. Second of all, he was like a minor character, and I did not spoil, like, what character he plays or what role that he has in the movie. And three... Like, it's the Sunday after the movie was released. It's been three days. Like, if you are so fucking concerned about not finding out who's but in we're this conditioned, movie... But we're conditioned to be mad online. Yeah, exactly. We're conditioned so. to see something that... and be like, Oh, hey, and that that might have stunk for me. It didn't. But uh, I'm going to tell you that it, right. it might have. And one, of, and I will say, one of the guys who did get, quote-unquote, mad... Yeah? ...is a performative asshole. Really? Oh, yeah, he's like, he whines about fucking everything to me. Hmm. Uh, and he like tries to find everything, something wrong in everything that I say. So I fucking hate that. One you know what's person. weird? There's so there was someone who tweets at me constantly. They tweeted everybody, tweet everybody in the media, and clearly there's uh, some sort of mental health thing going on there, where the, the per- underlying issue where, where they're pissed at where, somebody all the time. Or no, what? not not necessarily, but you can just tell, or it, it's safe to guess that uh, they're not completely healthy. They might have some stuff going on. And whether it's positive, negative, uh, it's it's just often persistent. There's a lot of it. And uh, I saw, like, somebody blew them up as being like, hey, 
what's like you're a real jerk what's wrong with you and everything and i was like i just kind of consider that something actually might be wrong with that person so like while we're conditioned to drag everyone who says anything bad i know that like i'm not great at always ignoring it but consider that if we're gonna drag someone who's actually got something going on is it more helpful to drag that person or i don't know what what we could do to help that person out but I would rather ignore it than potentially yeah, make it worse. Also, I feel like a lot of the times, like, if you're exposed to somebody's bullshit, like, yeah. over and over again, you can come to that conclusion. Yeah. But, like, somebody... Maybe they're seeing it for made, the first time. Exactly. So, it's 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 that's, like, a tough line to draw. I, I, I've reached the point in my life where I'm now uh, sympathetic to Twitter trolls. <laughs> yeah. Things have gotten pretty low. They're like, hey, I hate you. You're the worst. You're terrible. You shouldn't have any job. I'm like... Oh, man. <sighs> person a hug <laughs> don't be mean to this person uh so yeah the animation distracting i, I want to talk about the animation incredible uh, but distracting it takes a little bit to get used to yeah I, I will for sure say that i had to actually literally double check to did see the exact that I, same thing that i was not in a 3d movie and i texted you and i yeah. said did you see it in 3d or does does 3d even exist is it 2d uh the there's some the, the foreground always looks amazing, but there is yeah. some background issues there's that go bl- on. There's a lot of, like, uh, out-of-focus yes. blurring happening yeah. in the background. Like, one of the earliest scenes that I really noticed it was, um, like, in the cop car. Yeah. That was one of the early ones, and I was like, wait a second. It, like, it literally feels like you're, you're watching a 3D movie without the glasses. Right, and I know that... I- I'm assuming they're trying to keep it consistent with how comic books are, where the foreground is so, so bold. Yeah. And the background is kind of this, like, almost hazy type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it looks it, it looks completely like you are watching a 3D movie without the glasses. The only way you can tell that you're not is that the foreground looks so strong. Right. So it's very – and it stinks because, like, the, the images are so great, but it's really, really distracting. It, it can be if you allow yourself to just get distracted by it. I found that like after 15 minutes, I kind of yeah, once I gave and became up, acclimated. Yeah. But that, that's, that shouldn't happen, though. You shouldn't have to do that. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because I, I fucking I, – at the end of the day, I love that they went with this animation style. I think that the movie looks fucking amazing, and it's such a refreshing change of pace in my mind – from like the Pixar, yeah, um, like Minion style animation that is sweeping everything at this point. I'm very, very glad that they did it in the way that they did it, and I think that the end result is something that's super unique. Can I tell you something? And it's very, very cool that they did it in the comic book style. You're giving them too much credit. If they knew that this was going to be received this way, do you think that they would have? Do you think that if if they focus grouped the hell out of it and saw that people saw it that way, you think they would take another couple months, smooth that out? What, like the background? Yeah. I think they would. I, I, I don't think that it's necessarily a completely intentional thing. No, I think no, no, it's no. like uh, this. I'm this, not saying it's This was like a side effect of the style they went for, and they could have curbed it. Sure. But I'm not, I'm not trying to make the case that it's intentional. I'm trying to make the, the argument that I'm willing to let them get away with it because I like this style so much. Like, I'm willing to give them that error. I expect better. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's 2000. I, I do think the animation is really cool. Would but you it's rather, 2018. We can get everything perfect if we want it. And Would you rather it. have that with that error or instead have like It's a, not one or the other. 
It's not worth it. If you're going to do that, you got to do it better. Well, if gun to my head, if I had have to pick one to the other, I'm going to pick this one with the uh, 15 minutes of distraction. So if you were to grade the uh, animation, what would you grade it? Uh... Idea wise and uh, like storyboard wise, I guess. 100. Like, yes, yeah. 100. Execution wise, probably 60. like a no. Are, we, not, not, are you going to say, say 90? Like 85 to 90 range. If there's a glaring issue, like something that you and I can notice, that's, but, that is, that's huge. But if it like if it if you can adjust yourself to it and but you it shouldn't have to, and it does not affect you. Uh, this is a Spider-Man movie. It's supposed to be accessible. After 15 minutes, it is. It was completely Dude, acceptable. This is not like a Kendrick Lamar record. This is you, there should be no chewing to be done. I'm also willing to. Open they failed a little bit. We can say that. I loved the movie. Sure, they but failed. I'm also willing to say that like there's maybe a, uh, a large possibility that this was an intentional thing that we don't get. But if it was a distraction, is that a good thing? If we're the ma- if it's a Spider-Man movie, which is made for the dumbest people who can understand what that fire thing going on is, then I'm so- I mean I'm I'm giving this movie credit for being very good. This was a they they did part of it wrong. They messed they messed up part of it. They didn't do part of it as well as they could have. It wasn't and as big of an issue. I to hold me. the movie to a. It was an issue to you. You're not making as big I, of an issue out of it. It I'm, was an issue to you because I'm you noticed it's that you not had to look as, it up. I said it's not as big of an issue to me. It's equally an issue to this to both of us because we both <laughs> noticed it. And if our dumbasses can notice it, everybody's noticing it. All right, all right, whatever. So man. movie gets an F overall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the soundtrack was fucking unbelievable. Yeah, very cool soundtrack. The the scene where Miles Morales uh, like realizes the the full potential of his Spider Man mm-hmm. powers was like straight up goosebumps worthy. Mm. To me, especially with the way that they did the soundtrack, yeah, and the, uh, him hanging upside down over the city of New York, very, 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 very cool. Uh, one issue I had with it: it's a PG movie, and there's a jump scare. A jump scare? Yeah. When was there a jump scare? When uh, the bad guy is looking for him in his room, he turn. There's a corner turn. It's like a mini. It's like a. It's like a Thunder Mountain Railroad of jump scares. It's not like a Six Flags ride, but it's like a. It's like a. <gasps> And like you, it's it's very very many. It's not gonna. It, it didn't ruin me. It's gonna ruin a kid though. Um, well, the Lion King was rated PG, yeah. and that had one of the most traumatic experiences of graphic violence that I've ever seen in my life. True. Uh, we won't get uh, specific in here, but I think we can both agree Uncle Aaron's redemption arc was problematic. <laughs> yes, he had a redemption arc, uh, and he was a, a villain. And all re- all redemption arcs are problematic. problematic. Exactly. Bad guys can't have them. Can't yes. Uh, There's no coming back. Right. No, but but I wish that we could talk more specifically about this. But isn't it such a ridiculous redemption arc? Yeah. Like for what that guy does. Yeah. 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 So um, huge, huge note. Uh, so there's multiple Spider Mans. Uh, one of them is Jake Johnson, and one of them is this uh, young man, Miles Morales. And first of all, very quickly. Jake Johnson's great and everything like that, but in the beginning, uh, Jake Johnson does not sound like Jake Johnson. That's because it's not Jake Johnson. That's not Jake Johnson? No. Want to make sure. You know who it is? Who is that? Chris Pine. Oh, I saw that Chris Pine was listed, and I was like, he must have been like a... He played uh, the first Peter Parker. 
Oh, so okay, because they keep oh, so they yeah, they keep doing uh like let's start at the beginning and they tell the story of a million different Spider Mans. That gets old, I will tell you that. Yeah, I mean that's the purpose of the movie. You are <laughs> such a Spider Man bitch boy right now. I'm, you I'm, are defending I am, the I'm hell out of this movie. I liked up. it. I, I know. Liked, I, I'll but tell you this. I'll tell you this. You're tell complaining this, about like a... I liked it more than you. I liked this movie more than you did. <laughs> I doubt it. I like this more, I movie it. more than you did. I doubt and it. And you are just being. You I doubt got, it. You are so. You're. I don't think we've ever so fought soft. about who likes a movie more. <laughs> I like this movie way more than you. You're the so. You're just being so soft though. Uh, um. You so know, I'll say, uh, Peter Parker, yeah. hot as shit in this movie. Oh yeah, very he's good. A fucking, he's a smoke. While we're talking about uh, good looks though. Uh, Miles Morales has to kind of do his own thing as he's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. so and he's uh, big into graffiti and things like that. He essentially makes a Spider-Man city jersey, and that is the hottest thing <laughs> yeah. I have ever seen yeah. in the world. And then he, he wears Jordans with it. Yes, like he wear he has like the the like I say he wears black, white, and red Jordans, and he makes the uh, the. Spider-Man City jersey, primarily black with red trim, white eyes, and just a little bit of blue. It looks great. This was straight up, when I say that this was like the coolest, one of the coolest movies of the year, it was straight up a fucking cool ass movie. It looked unbelievable with the exception of how poorly (laughs) they messed up that one thing. Yeah. I thought it was very funny. Yep. There were a lot of jokes that landed, Mm -hmm. um, and some of them were subtle, some of them not so much. Mm -hmm. I... I, I think that it's tough to really go for it for a lot of these movies, especially when you're making like corny ass meta jokes. Yeah. But the one that they have in the very beginning where they make fun of the Spider-Man three dancing scene, I thought was great. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I'm sure I got it. Maybe where it was like uh, some is like there is there's been plenty of Spider-Mans throughout throughout the course of time yeah some of us do some of them do this some of them do this and then there's like the like the dancing one down the street yeah that is like a like a basically a shot for shot remake of like a scene from spider-man 3 that is considered to be like one of the most cringeworthy scenes of all time with toby Maguire when he's like infected with the venom symbiote uh, uh i don't know if i remember spider-man 3 i remember the first it's two. the one where he where venom's involved and he like venom, but he beca- that's the one yeah with yes eminem yes uh and he becomes venom. he becomes like emo spider-man uh, uh with like a shitload of confidence and he does like this weird ass mm. dance you have to look up the Seen on YouTube. It's I'm terrible. making my uh, best of 2018 playlist. What if I released it and it's just Venom? It's just Thunder and Venom. It's just uh, Thunder was 2017, yeah, it right? Was, but it's it's time for some reason. Yeah, it is. It is a uh, a holiday classic, and it's only played <laughs> once a year. Uh, do you want to get to some stamps for this? Uh, yeah, my last note is that this movie is cool enough to make Catherine Hahn work as Doc Ock. Oh yeah, she was great in it. Yeah, yeah. she was great. Haley Seinfeld was great. But if if you ever came up with the idea, it was like, okay, we're gonna make a Spider Man movie, and Catherine Hahn's gonna play Doc Ock. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'd be like, you know what, with the right hair, yeah. <laughs> and they gave her the right hair. <laughs> they sure did. Uh, yeah, let's get to stamps. Mine mm-hmm. is going to be cool as shit. Mine is going to be better than a star is born. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with uh, liked it better than Pete. Ah, uh, no, I should go with Liked It Better Than Pete. I c- How, we, I mean, it's it's our call. I want to put a paragraph on there. I want to be like, Pete's so fucking soft, man. <laughs> we can have a, we can have, I can come up with a, an alternate review. 
yeah. and give you. Uh, I'll give you two uh, illuminated signs because I don't know if you've seen our sexy new graphics. No, I thought I thought they're illuminated neon. Got signs. it. Already figured it out. What? Uh, we are going to post our. Uh, stamps of this movie and there will be an additional one that is just going to be a picture of Pete with uh, my stamp on it it says DJ Bean says he's so soft <laughs> okay <laughs>